0: So last year, you interviewed a man named Eric Zimmer, who is the prime definition of a person who's been to rock bottom and back. He came out of a greater, he, he came out of that situation a greater person after going through homelessness, addiction, jail sentences. And now here we are in 2020, the year of coronavirus, murder hornets, continued racial tension in the country and a controversial election year. Many people, during these last few months, may already feel like they've hit rock bottom. What do you tell someone who's hit a rough patch uh, that may, in your eyes or my eyes, not necessarily be rock bottom, but how do they begin to pick things up and rebuild from whatever that rock bottom is for them?
1: I normally tell people that we're not victims, but coronavirus, we are a victim. Okay. We, we did nothing wrong and we had this thing that came in and completely paralyzed our economy and, and destroyed our economic growth that we had had. I think for years, we're going to study the psychological response to this. I think two massive factors that have come out of this that I think we really need to look at is why on social media or in the journalistic world, there's not a credibility ranking or an accuracy rating of our journalists. Um, people write it, we assume it's true, and then we look at who they work for and whether we want to believe them or not, and that's terrible. We should be able to look at our journalists and say, you know, 98% of their articles are 100% factual. Okay, I like that. So I can look through the bias. Everybody's got bias. Um, It's impossible to be unbiased. Um, And same with epidemiologists who made very large scale decisions based on limited data that had a paralyzing effect. Okay, that being said, what I've tried to get people to understand from a symbology standpoint is that this is the year of 2020. Let's think about those letters, those numbers for a minute hindsight is 2020. We need to look back at things that we've been doing in our world that aren't right. And this is the year that we need to really change the way we're doing so that our future vision of 2020 changes the what we're doing. We all can take on the stress of the world around us, but what we need to focus on is what we do in our world. Okay. We need to be aware Take an uh, inventory of us and realize what can I do. As bad as 2020 has been, and as much of an economic disruption as this has been, as well as some of the physical, and then you got the racial unrest, and you've got um, some other things that are just really shocking. Is that we're in a world of being hyper primed for drama and trauma and and devastation, and we got to get back to focusing and saying, you know what? As I look around me, you know, yes, I lost two thirds of my business in coronavirus. Yes, you know, there's been some scary things that have happened. Yes, there's been this and that. But at the same time. I'm still here and I still have the opportunity to build where I'm at by changing my perspective. The world is not going to destroy me. And if we all collectively focus on the things that we can do to better our world, we can all focus on being better fricking humans to others. And doesn't matter if you're a Democrat or Republican and independent or libertarian, it doesn't matter. If we all treat each other with respect and respect and have conversations with others, we can differ without thinking that we have to be canceled. And I think it's the same thing with, you know, life in general in life in general we're still kicking okay 2020 is another one of those experiences where the next thing is the scary thing not the current thing you know and that's why the coronavirus data is so damning for people is it's oh my god what's it going to be tomorrow it's you know there's a lot of reasons from a medical and epidemiological reason as to why the data is scary it's 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 important that we focus on what we're doing and realizing what we can control, and a good buddy of mine, John Gordon, who's a big writer in the sport in the in the wellness business setting, he and um, you know, he and he and one of his co-authors, a guy by the name of Damon West. Damon has got another story like Eric Zimmer, was in uh, jail for seven years. Was actually sentenced to life in Dallas for being a burglar. He was he was a drug addict, but when he got in jail, a man said, "Is like, look, your circumstances can define you." Okay but you can also change your circumstances and your impact on that. You said, you know, the same water that boils will harden an egg and it'll soften a carrot, but it can also make coffee out of a coffee bean, be a coffee bean. I think it's one of the most brilliant lessons for what we have today. We can walk around and be hardened by, as an egg or soft and weakened that people are going to get us, or we can change other people. And I think that, that, that idea is so brilliant.
0: It actually goes back to something that I learned from you when you and I first met. It was, uh, what you were teaching at the time was the one percent principle. Yep, yep. And, you know, that was that was something that has always stuck with me. And I think it's a, it's something that everybody can learn from is, is all you need to do is 1% more than what you did yesterday.
1: Yep. Um, let's look at it a little will, bit differently. Exactly. You know, that's the thing, right? I, I look at you know, I look at success and people who are having success, I've never met somebody who goes, I made it because they always have to stay there they always have to work a little harder and so what we do is we we drown ourselves in fear, doubt, insecurity, worry, all the other bs. Listen. You want to get better? Just make the shit around you just a little bit better. I mean, literally that's it. Now, most of us don't have the patience for that. We want an immediate return. We want to be able to go to a button and hit the we want to get the entire season of Ozark in one click of a mouse, right? Um, but the reality of the fact is success requires that level of trust and it re- requires that level of of sticking with it. And it, it requires that of let me just keep building the small momentums where I'm at. You know, you, you know I've, I've, I've noticed something on social media this week. They're, they're posting a lot more videos of cops playing basketball and football in the communities. Well, you know what? That's, that's what it's going to take. Okay. It's going to take a lot of time to build up trust. Um, it's gonna take a lot of time to build up the 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 emotional bank accounts of people um and, and the credibility and the 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 credit reports, right? And that's what's gonna take. And you know, we want everybody wants things to fix. You know, it is so funny our economy was at such a brilliant spot. Okay, and, and I don't fall anywhere politically, but people were making a lot of money, right? But there's still a large portion of our world that's not making any money and that's really struggling. And so you know, why is that? Well, if we look at a lot of individuals, they feel powerless over the communities that they're in. They feel powerless over that. But here's, what, here's the biggest change that happened, in my opinion. Somewhere about 20 years ago, 30 years ago, you know, our shift in, in the vast majority of our parents shifted. The, the generations that raised all of us backgrounds, okay, different backgrounds, parents tended to do a lot of sacrifice in order for their kids to have a better life than they did somewhere along the line, parents decided that they needed to have as good of a life as their kids and their kids would fend for themselves. Like, I got to get mine. And we lost our focus. And so as a result, what's happening is we have parents who are driving around and 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 doing things and making short-term decisions that are impacting our kids and assuming our kids will find their way through it. Um, and and if you look back to the generation that came out of, you know, the, the World War II generation, it, it's across all ethnicities. I've studied this there was such a world of I want to make the world a better place for my kids. The generation we have now is I want to make a gener I want the world to be better for me, not for my kids. They'll have to figure it out. That's where we've lost. You gotta we gotta get back to making sure it's like look I'm gonna train my kids, educate my kids, test my kids, so that they want more than I have and they'll work harder than me.
0: Be sure to check out Brett at themindside.com. Yep, you can also find uh, his podcast, the Secrets to Winning podcast. And uh, obviously, if you're ever in the need of uh, any sort of uh, coaching services, give uh, Dr. Brett please do. a call. Please do. Also, please subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcast, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Be sure to email me feedback or suggestions to Show at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening and be safe.